Hey guys, I'm Kennedy. And I'm Troy. And you're tuned into Sweet 200 Podcast. Welcome back to this week's episode. Um, so tonight I am drinking something from Trader Joe's. We're both drinking something from Trader Joe's. Is that right? Yes. Lovely, because we love Trader Joe's, obviously. Who doesn't? Um, so I'm drinking this thing called Simpler Wine, and it's in the mango flavor. And it's like um, it's canned. And I want to say it's like one of those sparkling canned wines. I don't know, something of that sort. But it's really good. It like has a little bit of sweetness to it, but not too sweet. Um, And it's not like super strong or anything like that. So I love it. It's a cute vibe, especially like for a little picnic or something like that. Because, you know, it's just already canned. And I think they sell it in a pack of four. So, yeah. Oh, that's and they lovely. were cheap. Yeah. That's why I'm like, um, picnic, this is perfect. Is it not? Yes. You know, you know, I go up for the canned wines now. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Isn't that what you had the last time? Yes. Loved it. I can't. Um, but what I'm drinking is it's a red Ziffendale and it's called Klein. I love white Ziffendale because it's like not too sweet, not too bitter. Right. So this one's like perfect because you still get like all the good flavors of a red wine, but it's really, really smooth and like kind of has a nice little sweet touch to it. And now it's not because let me say I do like dry wines, but I cannot I used to be into red and I'm just not into them anymore because I feel like they leave my mouth dry. So like, is it like it's not like that, is it? Because I can I cannot do red anymore. Yeah, like this one, I I definitely feel moisturized. Not Um, moisturized. (laughs) (laughs) My mouth still feels perfectly moisturized um I'm done I don't know I really like red like I'm starting to really really like red and maybe I'm not drinking the right ones yeah I think for you because you already like bitter wine like Mm -hmm. bitter white I think you need to go like because Bitter red is going to be, like, way more bitter than bitter white. Yeah, and I think that's what the problem is. Because I will literally finish, like, red wine and be, like, gasping for water. (laughs) Like, you know, like, it's just terrible. Yeah, I definitely recommend start at, like, a Ziffendale because I know you don't like sweet. But Ziffendale has, like, a slight sweet taste to it. So it'll... It cuts that, like, dry feeling. Okay, okay. I'll have to give that a shot. Maybe uh, for next episode, I'm going to come with a red wine for y'all. Yes. And I might not like it, but at least I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll let y'all know the truth. I cannot. Um, but anywho, moving on to our uh, discussions today. So... Our man, Tori, actually, ooh, let me not say our man. <laughs> I said, that's your man, honey. No, he's not. He is not. I don't even want to say that. I think that's just a habit. Um, mm-hmm. But Tory Lanes, he's somebody's man, but he's not ours. Right. Um, we all heard about what happened to him this, uh, was it this week or last week? I think it was, Girl, I guess, yeah, technically blur. last week, maybe it would yeah. be. Um, but yeah, how he got charged for shooting Meg, which obviously, obviously we knew that much. Um, and if you didn't, I'm sorry that you didn't know, but here we are. 
And I just think it's really funny and I'm not even going to say sad, just funny because this man literally made a whole album discussing this whole incident, trying to make money off of it, throwing other people's names into the midst, yada, yada. And here he goes and he still got charged. (laughs) Like, sir, and he's still denying it. Honestly, the album was game over for me. Like when he dropped that album, because first off, the way he came about it, like he said that he was going to get on live or whatever. or He said, like, be on standby. Yes. And I think everyone assumed he was going to get on live. Right. But then this dude drops an album and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, is this a joke to you? Clearly, it must be. I just, I, I was mad. I was very mad, especially because I stayed up that night because I'm like, he's going to apologize. He's going to explain himself. I knew he wasn't going to do that. I could just tell. I'm not going to lie. I did want to hear what he was going to say if he did go on live because I assumed it was going to be a live too, but I still knew I wasn't going to like him either way, but I was curious just to hear him explain his side of the story and obviously I never really heard it because he did not get on live and then I didn't listen to that album obviously because first of all I don't have time for that I right I'm not doing all of that either get on here and explain what happened or don't I'm not going downloading nobody's album to listen to nothing so that's number one number two I also wasn't going to support him by listening to it by streaming it and I hope that a a lot of other people had those same thoughts because while y'all are on there listening to it, this man is racking up coins and you know, like that's just not cool. Like Meg didn't have to get on here and do some album to explain her side. She came on live like a real person and explained what happened. And that was it. Whereas he had to use this easy cop out of, oh, let me um make an album about it and, you know, make people stream it and I'll get money for it. That's just so whack to me. I don't know. Very, very. But we won't get too deep into it because we'll await whatever trial, whatever happens. Um, yeah, it's just so crazy that that's happening. Right. But I, I don't want to give him any more screen time because you're right let's move on (laughs) moving on to other things to other news (laughs) um election season is upon us as most of you know because if you're anything like me you've been getting those really annoying text messages begging you to vote for whoever (laughs) some of these people i don't even know who they are and they're like you know reply with one if you're voting for Rhonda and reply with two if you're voting for Mark and I'm like who are these people I don't know (laughs) and I'm tired of y'all blowing up my phone but long story short I will be voting actually this week if you live in Atlanta or Georgia in general by the way um or early voting is this week it ends on Friday so get out there and do it now y'all because on election day it's going to be crazy. And that's my little piece on that. I just encourage y'all to do it early so that y'all can avoid all the extra stuff. Cause you know, they're going to be lines, you know, they're going to be machines not working all that crap. So just get it out the way now. Right. I did an absentee ballot. Um, I don't know. Of course, you know, you, you feel a way doing an absentee ballot, but at the same time, y'all I live in, well, currently, I live in Spartanburg, South Carolina, which there's no hate, but <laughs> <laughs> just say it, girl. We already know what you're gonna say. You know, small town area. Um, I just, I just don't expect for things to go well at the polls. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. However you have to cast your vote, please just cast it because we need a little bit. We we need a little little something. Little Y'all, change. 
And please, guys, it is just like, I cannot stress enough. And the fact, I don't even want to have to be begging folks to vote because that's just ridiculous to me that we would have to beg people to vote. But like, please, just just do it. I it, I know it may seem like a hassle to some because it is time consuming or it can be. It's never been time consuming for me. Thankfully, I've always let up in that area, but it can be time consuming for some depending, depending on when you go and what city you're in and yada yada. So like, I don't know, just do it. Just please y'all get it done. It's really no excuse. Find a way, get it done. And if you don't get it done, you should be ashamed of yourself. You will be ashamed of yourself and just know that you're not helping anyone. So just please go vote. We're just going to leave it at that. And just vote because it's your right to vote. Like exercise your right to vote. Regardless of who you vote for, whatever, um, you know, I I ain't gonna go into that, but please let's not (laughs) (laughs) just vote guys. Just please vote because it's important. And I know it's one of those things where you kind of wait until you turn 18 to, to experience some of these things and voting is a big deal. So yeah, do it. Please just do it. That's, that's all we can say at this point. And hopefully something will happen. That's all I'm going to say. Just hopefully something will come from this and something will happen. But please just make sure you do your part and everything else. And at that point, it's out of our hands. But just do your part and that's it. Period. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) So... With that little disclaimer, we are going to move on into the main event. So this week, so actually last week, I want to say it was like maybe Thursday or Wednesday of last week. It was like mental health awareness day or something to that extent. Um, And that really hit close to home uh, this year because obviously it's been a very rough year for most people. Um, And I don't know what everybody else has been going through during this, you know, coronavirus and quarantine. But for me personally, for Kennedy, it's been rough. (laughs) Okay. Yes. And um, I think it's important to talk about this stuff, especially in the black community, because honestly, it's something that's really not talked about enough. Yes. Now people are talking about it. And now it's a very well known thing. But let's not act like we were brought up you know, this way, like we definitely weren't, we were brought up to kind of like push off our feelings or to downplay them or whatever else, or to just be like, oh, other people go through worse things than you. So you shouldn't be upset, you know? So I think it's important that we do talk about this because it's really such a big deal and it's not talked about enough, but basically for me, I'm just going to say, and I'm just going to get real personal with y'all. So I got furloughed from my job this year, um, which is not a layoff. I I don't know if you've ever heard of furlough before. I had never heard of it before it happened to me, honestly. So I'm just going to explain it just in case you're not familiar. But basically, it's just like um, you're not laid off, but you're not it's like a you're not getting paid either for like a certain period of time and you're not working. So it's just like a leave, an unpaid leave. And, um, and yeah, that was a lot because I really loved my job. It was the first job where I really felt like, you know, this is my thing. I could see myself being with this company for a really long time. I enjoyed everything about it, my coworkers, everything. But unfortunately, because of the, um, 
what it like the field that I worked in um it just like it got hit hard when corona came into the play and um and it was a lot for me to take in I'm not gonna lie I feel like this was my first time actually going through like a a real depression and it was a little weird like I never really experienced anything like that and I don't know. And I didn't care for it either. (laughs) Like, I know most people don't care for depression. But like, I don't know, like I spent half of the time trying to convince myself that I was fine and that everything was going to get better. And then I spent the other half of the time really just being like out of it. And just like, my life is over. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I just, you know, I don't know what to do. So I don't know. It was just really a lot to take in. I wasn't, my sleep schedule was off. There were nights where I literally stayed up until the sun came up. Um, there, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like literally, I think there was one or two nights where like I stayed up the entire night until literally the sun came up and I was just like, wow, the sun is up and this is interesting. Um, And then there were days where like I didn't feel like eating, which is a big deal for me because I eat a lot. That is my thing. I always eat. And there were days where I didn't want to eat. There were and there are days where I just didn't feel like being bothered. And when I go through things like this, like I don't feel like being bothered. Like, and my friends know that about me. Like I don't, I'm not responding to text messages. I'm not responding to FaceTime calls, none of that. Like I just get real quiet and it's not like I have a problem with somebody. It's just that I'm not happy with what's going on in my life and I don't want to talk about it with other people because it's just going to make me feel those feelings that I don't want to feel and I'm just going to get upset. You get what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get it. It's just weird. And it was just a lot to deal with. And I don't know. I mean, I'll talk about some things I did a little bit later to like help with it. But that's just the basis of what I felt like. And it really sucked. And I just feel like now I have a little bit. I don't because everybody handles things differently. So that was my way. That was my depression, you know. I that's not for everybody and what they experienced but that's how I experienced it and it was just not not a good time for me so I can imagine yeah yeah it was rough it it was definitely rough but um we're doing better now and like I said I'll get into that later but I don't know like have you ever like gone through like any type of depression like that or like anything of you know, of that sort. Yeah. So, I mean, I just find it interesting that you spoke about that because, um, I actually like kind of had the opposite during quarantine. So I, and a lot of people, I don't know if people can like realize this from knowing me, but of course I realized this, like, within myself but I suffer from social anxiety so I can um, see that yeah (laughs) and (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like it's definitely kind of masked because I I do have friends I do have people I hang out with Mm -hmm. um in certain certain situations I can be social um but Deep down, I'm like, um, I it it takes a lot out of me. Yeah, and and I I tend to explain it as like I'm an extroverted introvert, which isn't really a thing, but like no, but I totally understand what you mean. <laughs> yeah, and so um, with COVID, it especially when it first started. I mean, aside from that, you know, COVID in my house was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, friends would be like, like when things started lifting up, I had a group of friends who um, I worked with in the past at Victoria's Secret. 
they were like, oh, yeah, let's um, meet up at this, like, outdoor restaurant, whatever, have a few drinks and talk. And I remember, <laughs> I don't know why I did this. I don't know what was going through my head because obviously I missed them and I wanted to have, like, human interaction. I wanted to talk to them. Yeah. But I definitely used COVID as, like, an excuse not to go. Like, I was just like, well... You know, I work in healthcare and, you know, I possibly may have had like exposure. So, and I remember sending them this text like an hour before we were supposed to meet up. So, like, I'm notorious for doing this. Like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm coming. Right. Yeah, we can hang out. Yeah, yeah girl. <laughs> Gotta convince you. It's like you're almost convincing yourself, you know? Yeah. And then when it finally gets to that moment, like an hour before we were supposed to meet, that's when I sent them the text. Like, like literally they were texting each other like, okay, where are you? Hey, I'll be here. Where are you going to park? And like, I just like slipped that text in like, well, I'm not coming. <laughs> and they were just like, okay. Like they didn't really question it. Um, right just because I think of COVID but like if we weren't in COVID that definitely would have been a situation where them as friends they'd be like well Troy what's up you know right right but with COVID going on like I definitely use this as a, a moment to like shut down um and I definitely used it to my advantage girl like I I, I definitely blame you. used it to my advantage I did not talk to anyone uh, um at one point like so one of my little if you guys know me you know that I'm like I'm in school but I'm also like I have several jobs kind of but you do <laughs> I'll give you that I work for um I work retail and like during COVID like we still had stuff to do online and so we would meet and talk online for work and I told my coworkers one day I'm like I talk to y'all more than I talk to my friends right now right which is like a problem like that's <laughs> like yeah. looking back on that I'm like that's not okay like I I don't know I really need to work on checking in on people yes people, yeah talking but I definitely use my social anxiety to my advantage when it comes to situations like this. And I used it as an opportunity to just shut down. And it was bad. It was really bad. Um, and what do you think? And I don't know if you've already said this, but what do you think kind of triggered it during this time? You know, like during like these past couple of months, like. Is there something in particular that like made you upset and that triggered it? Or like, was it just the fact that things like everything in the world has just gotten so weird and like, you know, like what actually like triggered it off this time? I don't know if I can pinpoint exactly what triggered it. Um, but I know like me not wanting to meet back up came from me not being social. So, like, yeah. with my situation, like, I have to continuously talk to people, continuously be involved, continuously do things, um, mm. which I guess is why I have jobs, why I'm in a sorority, um, why I volunteer here, there, because, yeah. like, I always have to stay busy. Um, but when I had the opportunity not to be busy... I got into my bubble and then when it was time to come out of that bubble, it's hard. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I talk about this with my friends all the time because I have a, I have a guy friend from high school who every time we talk, we talk and it's, it's perfect. It's fine. But like both of us have expressed to each other that like that, moment of calling the other person like just simply calling the other person brings anxiety like I literally like I get worked up when I'm like oh shoot like I have to call Joseph like yeah I, 
like he just texted me and said oh call me or can I call you and like my heart starts pounding and I'm like oh my gosh I haven't talked to him in so long like yeah like I wonder what it is and yeah yeah so (sighs) yeah I mean I get that I feel like that was me every time I was getting phone call updates from my job (laughs) you know and me panicking because they did um you know update us the first time I think after like three months which was the original length of my furlough and then they ended up extending it and at that point they had extended it until October and each and every time I got those phone calls or emails it just sent like this wave of panic throughout my entire like body where like I said I wouldn't be able to sleep and it would be like on the outside for for the most part on the outside I feel like I played it off very well where it was hard for people to kind of read me and tell that I was going through something but on the inside I feel like I was constantly worrying constantly panicking constantly just not happy like genuinely not happy because I don't think I've ever been without a job since college, Um, probably since I got back from Hampton. Because when I started going to to Georgia State, I started working. So um, since sophomore year of college, I have had a job. And I have never been unemployed at any point in my life. So with that happening, with it being at no fault of my own and just life and completely out of my control... It just really threw me and I genuinely did not know what to do. I didn't know who to talk to about it. You know, some of my other friends that got in furloughed and they were going through it as well and they were depressed and they were going through their own form of depression. And it's just like, I don't want to talk to them because they're already going through something, you know, so I don't want to burden them with my stuff too. And then I don't want to burden my happy friends with this stuff because I don't want to project my sadness onto them I don't know it's just all it's just all just weird but long story short y'all I did end up getting called back to my job (laughs) recently yes snaps Literally, that was like the best like feeling ever Um, because to be completely honest, I really did not think I was going to go back strictly just based off of what I do for a job and it's heavily based on events and in-person um, meetings. And I just, with the way Corona's going, I just knew for sure that like my job was going to get cut altogether. But by the grace of God, okay, G-O-D, yes, girl. All right. I got my job back. And let me just say this, and I'm going to make this little spill short because I can go on about my Lord for a long time, but I'm just going to say this much. Um, When I, so I, about halfway through my furlough, I just had a come to Jesus moment. And I was just like, Kennedy, listen, this is completely out of your control. You can apply to jobs all day, every day. But if that's not the job that God wants you to have, if that's not where you're supposed to be next, you're just not going to be there. And it don't really matter how many applications you're filling out or who you're networking with or any of that. If it's not your move, it's not your move. So you got to relax. And once I started doing that, once I started praying more, actually carving out time in my schedule to have devotions and to spend time with God, and then also journaling, I just, I I had, I felt better. It wasn't perfect, but I definitely felt some sense of relief. And for anybody out there who is going through depression right now, or who is going through a furlough or a layoff or whatever the case may be, because it is a really big deal and a really big change, and it's uncomfortable, um... And it's, you know, upsetting. That would be my advice to lean on God, to express your frustration to him, 
you know, and then to ask for what you want and to be specific in your prayers. Don't just pray some, oh, give me a job. No, if there is a particular job you want and that you're applying for, ask specifically for that job and keep asking for it. And if it's a no, it's a no. Move on to the next job. But it's going to happen and it's going to happen in its own time. And you just have to trust God with his timing because his timing is the best timing and he is always on time. Okay. Yes. So that's my little advice. I love that. And you know, like, um, you as my friend, like you're definitely one of my friends that when I introduce Kennedy, I'm always like, this is my girl. Like, she loves God. She- <laughs> I love that for me. I love that introduction. <laughs> I'm like, she's my one friend that I know will, like, pray for you. Yes, will girl. Go to church with you. Will make you go to church. Oh, um- yes. <laughs> yes, I w- I'm glad y'all know. I have made all of my friends go to church with me. And and the crazy, the, like, funny thing about it is me and Kennedy are two different denominations. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's just beautiful, though, that, like, she's very accepting of mine. I'm very accepting of hers. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day. Because I've gone to church with you before. Yeah. 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 So at the end of the day, we both love God, and that's that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, I just, I want to know, because... Come on, girl. <laughs> you can do it. I I, I want to open a discussion about this because, um, I don't know. I feel like the black community as a whole, that's how we feel. We love God. And so when it comes to mental health, um, sometimes we tend to say like I'm gonna leave it up to God yeah and then that's when things kind of like I don't know I don't want to say we stop well yeah I do want to say like we stop taking care of ourselves physically Mm -hmm. during that time where we're quote-unquote leaving it up to God Mm -hmm. and it becomes worse yes my drift um I get what you're saying And so it's just kind of like, it's a hard place to be in, especially as a Christian, especially as a black woman, because I'm like, okay, I don't feel like, like you said, we already have these stigmas where I don't feel like I deserve to be sad. I don't feel like I deserve to be in this seat when clearly I do. Right. Um, Like it's okay to feel sadness for something that you deem worthy, you know? Right. And then when I do feel sad, instead of, like, take care of myself or, like, seek help or seek somebody to talk to, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, God's got me. Which, what I've been learning is, like, God puts people in certain positions for certain things. And if that that means you have to talk to a counselor, Mm -hmm. God put that counselor in your life. God placed that thought in your head of, hey, I need to go see a counselor or, hey, I need to talk to somebody because he has disciples, right? So Mm -hmm. I don't mean to take y'all to church or nothing, but like... Please do. (laughs) (laughs) Please do. (laughs) I don't know. For me, like, as someone who's um, in medicine and interested in the medical field, like, it's it's one of those things where I'm like caught in the middle of where I'm like, especially with mental health where I'm just like, okay, God got me. But then at the same time, I'm like, maybe I do need to see a therapist like a couple days a week or, you know, once a month or, you know, maybe I really do need to tell people, you know, like me having social anxiety, like that's not something that I tell people. Right. I I do think that's something that, you know, at least my close friends need to know, like, hey, if I shut you out, it's not because I don't like you or I don't want to hang out with you. It's because this is what I'm feeling and this is how I cope with it. Yeah. You know? And I get that. And I feel like I totally understand what you're saying about 
how when some people say like, oh, they leave it to God and then they don't feel like they need to do anything else or I don't know. You're right about God pits certain people in your life for a reason. And if you feel like you need to see a, a therapist, see a therapist. If you feel like you need to go and talk to a friend, go talk to that friend. Whatever it is that you need to do, do it. Because what God also wants is for you to do your part. You can't just throw your hands up and be like, all right, I'm leaving it to God and that's it. You know, you, I always, and even when I pray, I'm always like, allow me to do my part so you can do yours. I'm never just going to be, um, I blame free isn't the word, but I'm never just going to be free of my duties or anything like that to myself. I have to take care of myself and then God will take care of the things that I cannot take care of. Like I can't give myself a job, but what I can do is continue to apply to jobs until I get one, you know? So you have to do your part as well, whatever that may be in whatever situation that you're going through. And there is nothing wrong with that. Um, I am a big fan for therapy and all that good stuff. And the moment that I can make that a regular part of my life, trust and believe it will be that, you know? Right. <laughs> so, because at the end of the day, it do cost though. It, it <laughs> is expensive. It definitely is expensive. And insurance don't really cover most of it. They cover the bare minimum um, when it comes to that, which I think is ridiculous, but that's a topic for another day. But, um... I don't know. I just think it's really important to talk about this, especially in the Black community, because a lot of the times we're raised that we aren't allowed to feel sad. We aren't allowed to feel depressed because there are people who are doing much worse than we are. And that's just not the case. You are allowed to feel however you feel. You can't help that you're sad about something. You can't help that you're depressed about something. If you're depressed and if you're sad, feel those feelings. Just don't allow it to overtake you. Don't allow it to, you know, destroy you or anything like that. Know that there are people out there who care about you. There are people out there who love you and and that things really will get better. I've been through a lot of stuff in life and in all of the things I've been through, things have gotten better. So just know that. And know that if you need to seek help in any shape, form, or fashion, please do it because it is a very normal thing. And if you can afford it, and if you, um, and if it's something that you like to do or you know whatever, do it because from what I have heard from other people, it's very helpful. And like I said, as soon as I can make it a regular thing in my life, it will become a. I will have a therapist on like speed dial. So, yeah. 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 But, again, at the end of the day, you know, we we relate a lot of stuff to, like, Black people because that's where we feel comfortable. That's who we are. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, my Black brothers and sisters in Christ or whether you, (laughs) you know, if you don't believe in christ as our lord and savior then you know to each their own right right (laughs) um but you know i just want to let you guys know that it's okay to need help and people in general you know aside from you know my my people um (laughs) my other people you know like Y'all deserve to be happy as well. Everyone in the world deserves to be happy. We deserve to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot going on all the time. And sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta, you know, chalk things up to, to what they are and like realize where you stand and how you can better provide for yourself and help yourself and love yourself. So and love yourself yes the most important thing um yeah so you know definitely just take care of yourself y'all and um just you know do whatever makes you feel good and just know that like I said there are plenty of people out there who do care about you and love you so yeah 
We're um, one of them because we love you. We love you guys very much. And we are always here <laughs> for anyone. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, moving on to a lighter note, though. Um, today's drunk dialing. We're going to make this pretty quick, too, because, you know, you don't have to get too deep into it. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're always getting on guys and what they do in relationships or what they can do better and yada, yada. But tonight we decided that, you know, what do we think that that girls can work on in relationships or in friendships or whatever? And we thought about pettiness pettiness being petty that is like a common thing that you know us females us girls we experience and some may not and if you are not in that group kudos to you we ain't talking about you so don't feel like you're trying to generalize everybody but at the same time you gotta be willing to um admit yes you are (laughs) yes you do especially in a relationship because you will get called out on it. And I know for one um, that I can be very petty, Um, especially in my relationship. I can bring up stuff from the past and ain't got nothing to do with what we talking about at the present day. (laughs) I can shut down and ignore, you know, my partner. I can, you know, just be mean overall. I can admit, I am a mean person when I want to be. I am fully aware of that. And um, I know those are things that I have to take ownership of and to do better in because nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect, you know, but I can at least acknowledge the areas that I know I need to work on and I can just actively try to work on them. Now, do I slip up sometimes? Yes, I do. (laughs) But, you know, but I always apologize. I always try to reel it back in, whether it's in, you know, a romantic relationship or in a friendship, whatever the case may be. You know, I just, I'm always striving (laughs) to be a better person. But sometimes the pettiness just gets to the best of us. So, I don't know, it's rough out here. Girl, I'm not even going to say, like, I'm not even going to give a little spiel. I know I'm petty. Child. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm so petty. And the thing is, like, I try to play it off like I'm a cool person. Like, oh, I'm cool. I just just shut down, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I I just won't respond to you when I'm feeling mad. You know, we don't got to argue. Like, I'll just... (laughs) <laughs> the conversations just ended <laughs> in the middle of an argument. Yeah, I ain't got nothing else to say. Right. And the thing is, like, I try to, like, pull that off as me being, like, like, you know, you know how sometimes people, like, put themselves on their high horse and they're just like, oh, yeah, like, I don't argue. Um, I don't say this. I don't do that. Like, I don't have time for that. But at the same time, you know, like, not arguing is kind of almost just as bad as arguing mm-hmm. because you don't get those feelings out. And I'll be the first one to say, like, the second, like, I do say it. So, like, okay, like, for instance, I'll, like, not, like, I'll get in an argument with my significant other, whoever, and I'll be like, you know, okay, we're just not going to talk about it. Right. But then, like, two days later, he'll, like, say something, and I'll be like, well, that one time. Yeah. You- <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> I'm ready to talk about it then, because ha- I've had time to think about my thoughts. And not even that, like, I've had time to think about my thoughts, and, like, I've saved it for a moment where I feel like, you Where know. you feel like addressing it, not right, yeah, not that because because then it's like you're in control almost. It's like 
in the heat of the moment, you may not feel like talking about it because you're just so upset. But then two days later, you feel like talking about it. So you bring it up. But in a way, that's selfish or petty because, oh, now you want to talk about it because, you know, like now you're ready. You know, like it's just... You know, like I said, we're not perfect, okay? Nobody is. We're not. Um, And I think that, yeah, it's definitely a, it's a thing that I'm working on every day. But what I will say is for the girls out there who experience pettiness, um, I understand. And we understand. And um, it's not an easy thing to beat. It really isn't. (laughs) But you have to try. You do have to try. And honestly, just acknowledge it. Maybe you don't even got to try. Just acknowledge the fact that you can be petty sometimes. Just acknowledge. Like, let's start there. Because even that took a while for me to even be able to say, like, because for the longest, I used to be like, no, no, I'm, I'm reasonable. I'm, you know, like, I'm this, I'm that. And then it wasn't until, like, pretty much recently where I was, like, took a look in the mirror and I'm like, no, Kennedy, you are extra sometimes and you (laughs) yeah like I literally said that I was like you know what girl you didn't even have to do all that and I was like I didn't (laughs) (laughs) like I didn't have to do all that but in the moment it felt right you know right and like I said, I'm the one who's notorious for like being like, I'm gonna play it cool. Mm-hmm. But like me playing it cool is low key me putting it in the back of my head so that later I can bring it up, you know, save it's, it for another time. Right. And it's just it like a rainy day. And I like I'm also one of those people that I'm just like, you know what you did. Like, we yep. don't even have to discuss it. Like, yep. you know it. And it's just like, I don't know for. For guys especially, like, I can see where that can become annoying mm-hmm. because guys really, like, it, it took me a while to realize, but guys really don't think about things the way we do. No. So, like, they're not looking at a situation and saying, like, okay, I was wrong, you know? Right. Like, they're looking at it and they're just like, I don't know what I did. Yep. But like I can genuinely say sometimes they really don't know like they really don't know what they did sometimes. Right. And so I don't know, for us, we're so quick to be like, he know what he doing and he's not doing that right and yeah. He can't treat me right because he does this, this and this. But, but did you like, tell him? Right. Sometimes you just gotta sit down and have a talk and just Give them a chance, I would say, you know, like, don't be so quick to write somebody off where you're not willing to sit down and talk to them about, because I know people like that who will literally be upset and they're like, well, I'm just done. Don't be done. Right. <laughs> Talk about it, you know, because you, because the person who like your significant other, they might understand where you're coming from. And then they can, uh, you know, they can relate, they can apologize, they can do whatever they need to do. Now, it don't always work out like that. Sometimes you can express yourself and they still going to be lost. And if that's the case, that's a different story. (laughs) But definitely always try to give someone a chance because that's definitely something I've had to work on. I used to be quick to be like, you know what? I'm not explaining myself. I'm just done. And that resulted in a lot of, you know, obviously break up, get back together, break up, get back together, you know? And it's like, you can avoid all of that by just literally sitting down, talking about whatever your issues are. And if the person is willing to understand where you're coming from and move on, then y'all do that. And that way we can avoid the back and forth because that gets annoying, obviously. So, yeah, you know. At the end of the day, we mess up too. We aren't we perfect. Do. We are definitely. And we got to admit that, ladies. Yeah, we have our annoying times. It's hard. I think it's so funny. Did you th- see the things on um the Shade Room where, okay, so the Lakers won the championship yesterday. Claps for them. Yeah. Um, but Dwight Howard, like, accidentally, like, showed his text yeah, message. What? 
which I don't understand. Is that like some new Instagram feature? I mean, iPhone? I don't know. I have never done that before. Oh, yeah. So, like, um, with the iPhone update, you can be in FaceTime or whatever, but, like, still see the person and see your screen. Mm. But okay, I don't know. It. I don't know, because he was apparently on live, so I don't know how that worked out, but... He accidentally showed his text messages and it was clearly like his significant other in his text messages. And she's like, oh, have fun tonight. Like she's clearly, <laughs> she's, she's clearly talking about something that she's like upset with. And yeah. she waited until this man <laughs> won the championship <laughs> to, to bring, bring it up. up. <laughs> the pettiness. I'm like, yo, we're so like, we're so petty. Like this man is in the bubble. With nobody but his teammates and their families. Yes. Like, he's clearly drinking with his boys. Like, it's... And now it's the time, sis, that right. you like, felt like this was appropriate. You couldn't let him have his moment. But One moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see her side, but then I can see his side. Like, I'm like, dang, we are petty. Like, we are petty. Yeah. We're so yeah. petty. And they're more appropriate times to bring stuff up. So I'm glad you brought that up because also remember, guys, there's a time and a place for everything. And that was not the time to bring that up, in my opinion. Maybe to her it was. In my opinion, I probably would have waited. But I've also been there where, like, me being petty, I feel like ruining a good thing, a good moment for you. So (laughs) that's just what I'm going to do. And it's wrong. I'll admit that, <laughs> just like she was wrong. But you learn, you live and you learn. So, right, what can you do? Shout out to the ladies out there. We love you guys. <laughs> we do, but we also know that we're petty. We are so petty, and that's just something we need to work on. Let's just, you know, let's work on it. Yes. New Year's resolution. (laughs) Not New Year's resolution. (laughs) I don't have... I'm going to start on a fresh year. I ain't having no resolutions for next year because I've been through this year. Don't even... (laughs) What I've been through this year. Don't even start. Don't come at me about no resolutions. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, don't come at me. I hate you. (laughs) Oh my gosh, y'all. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Because clearly this wine is getting a Troy. (laughs) So so we're going to wrap it up with the 4 a.m. segment. you like to go first yours is a little bit more important than mine no they're both equally important but yes so my cousin slash god sister slash you know um you know how (laughs) black people do right Um, (laughs) ashley jeter um she is i am ashley nicolette on instagram has started her own um hair care line which i'm super excited for um if you guys know ashley or if you don't she went to hampton so you might know her but she's always had poppin hair and her mom my aunt michelle has always been a cosmetologist so I think Ashley has just grown up like knowing exactly what to do to take care of her hair. Her hair is beautiful, long and luscious, um, natural, right. But yeah, so she started her own hair care company. And right now um, she's currently selling a luxury hair growth oil. And her company is called Fringe Hair Company. You can find them at shopfringehair.co. 
Um, and right now she has a luxury hair growth oil. It's thirty dollars. Um, which isn't terrible. Yeah. Com- comes in really cute gold, like bottling with um one of those like squeeze applicators. Oh so, like, yeah, have- those are my favorite. Yeah. So like you can definitely like if you have braids, if you have, you know, you trying to get into the to the root to the scalp right you could just squeeze (laughs) squeeze the um oil right on there she gives options on how to hair how to apply the oils and like what method would work best for you so i think she has two methods on there um but yeah you guys should definitely check it out especially my natural girls out there because we're all trying to, you know, grow our hair. At the end of the day, we want long and luscious locks. So, <laughs> not me, but <laughs> you don't want long, luscious locks. I mean, I want luscious, but we gonna. I'm coming for a change for y'all soon, but I'm gonna <laughs> wait on it. <laughs> I got a little change, you know, stirring up over here, but I'm gonna wait. I'm, I'm gonna wait on it. Okay, well, at but the end healthy of the day, hair, right? Yes. Right. We want healthy hair. Yes. Um, for me, I want long, luscious locks. So, we'll see. If you guys do end up trying it, let me know. Um, let me know how it's working for you. Like, maybe we could do like a natural hair um, episode because me and Kennedy are both natural. Yes. And we kind of did go through our natural transitioning phase around the same time. So Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, we love it here. <laughs> at least at least I love it here. No, yeah. I no no. I, I love my natural hair. Yes, I do love that. But I'm just ready for a change. Like I mean, I guess I'll make my little thing about that instead of, you know. But yeah, I, you know, guys, I'm just ready for a change. Like, I just get, like, really bored with my looks sometimes. And I also think because um, we've been in, like, quarantine for a long time and I really haven't been able to, like, do much, which normally I don't do a whole bunch anyway, but, oh, no, I just need something different. I'm just ready to, like, have a new look almost. So I got a little, a little snip snip coming up next week. So, snip, 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 snip. Yes, you already have an appointment. Yes, next Thursday. Oh my gosh! Yes, girl. So it's coming. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a picture of what I'm trying to do. Are you Are you rubbing your hands right now? I'm rubbing my hands. <laughs> Can you hear it? Did you just rub your hands like Birdman? Like, like Birdman. <laughs> I'm so excited. (laughs) Let me tell you, I have been going back and forth about this haircut with the girls for like probably two months and it's finally happening and I am very excited and I can't wait until next Thursday because I'm going to drop a little picture for y'all and y'all are going to love it, but (laughs) I'm going to look like a new person. Rest assured. So are we going short, short, or can we get like a little like? Listen, just know it's gonna it's going to be different. Just know that much. So we talking Bob or? Um, we just gonna wait and see. I cannot. <laughs> we gonna wait and see. I might save it for the hair episode. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, yeah, next week, y'all already know we doing a hair hair episode. I'm Um, done. (laughs) (laughs) Because I need to know. Oh, yeah. Ooh, maybe we should make that one a video one, like a Zoom one. Oh, that would be cute. Yeah. I like that. We'll talk about the details. Yeah, we'll hash it out. Okay, okay. Well, y'all, it's been fun. Um... I think we're going to wrap it up here. Also, Troy, let's make sure that we tag the company that you were talking about um, uh, in the description just so people can easily access it. 
yes yes girls if you need a good hair oil please look in the description box it'll be there lovely well thank you guys for joining us tonight and we will see y'all next episode bye guys bye.